Um, I think that's one of the biggest wastes of time, waste of life is like waiting for other people to want to go with you to do things. Like, no, book that trip. Like if you're seeing this, this is your sign. It's time to put your big girl panties on and like book that solo trip and do it by your damn self. Like stop waiting for your friend, your cousin, your sister, your boyfriend, your mom to want to go with you, to be able to afford to go with you. Like this is your life. You're wasting your life and your time by trying to wait on other people. So book the trip, (laughs) go by yourself and make your life interesting. Like you're the main character in your life. Welcome to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're an ambitious soul who's ready to master your mindset, become your best self, and manifest your dream life, then you are in the right place. Thank you for being here, and let's get into the episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Autumn, and I'm so excited to have you here with us this week. Today, we're going to be talking about solo travel. Over the past few years, I've gotten into solo travel. My first solo trip was to Iceland, then I went to California. This wasn't technically a solo trip, but the Dominican Republic. And then my most recent solo trip was obviously moving to Spain. This wasn't really a trip. This is like a big move. But living here in Spain, one of my goals has been to travel a lot more, go around Europe. And so I've been here for a little while. We'll talk a little bit about Spain too in this episode. But I've been here for about three months now. I moved in September. It's now December. And I just came back from taking my first trip since moving here. It took me a little while to like get my footing. Low-key, I'm still getting my footing and finding my place here in Spain. Um, So it took me a while to getting around to like going on a trip. But I took my first trip and it was so amazing. And I just wanted to create this episode to share a little bit about it, what I did, and why more people need to take advantage of solo travel. It's become pretty popular over the past few years, but I know that a lot of people are skeptical about traveling by themselves, especially women, especially women of color. And so we're going to talk about it in this episode because I want to share my experience with traveling solo as a woman, as a black woman. And just why it's so amazing to like go out into the world and experience new cultures and countries all by yourself. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So first, I just wanted to share with you like what I, where I went and what I did on this trip. And then I'm going to tell you some of my favorite things about solo travel and like some discoveries that I've had since starting to travel alone. This recent trip that I took was to Tenerife. It is a small island. It's a Spanish island but it's off the coast of Africa and um, it's an archipelago I think that's how you say that (laughs) and so there it's like a small collection of a few islands there's Tenerife there's Gran Canaria there's Lanzarote there's um, a few different islands but the one that I went to was Tenerife and I chose that one because one of my friends recommended to me um, because she went there uh, I think last year or two years ago and she had an amazing time Um, so I was like okay I'll go to this one because people have been there before and I've heard good things, did a lot of research. So I booked the trip. Um, this Since this was my first trip, I was like, okay, I'll spend a little bit more because, you know, I haven't been anywhere. So I got a nice hotel. I rented a car for the very first time, which we're going to talk about. That was a whole experience. Um, and I just really made this like a trip for myself, like a little self-care trip. If you know me, you know that I don't do the whole like hostels and skimping on the travel experience I feel like I'm more of a vacationer than a traveler (laughs) like I don't like I don't like slumming it I don't like panicking about where I'm gonna sleep I don't like bunking with random people 
when I travel, I like to stay in a nice hotel or a nice resort. Like I just grew up that way. When I was younger and my family used to go on vacations, we would stay in like really nice resorts. They would have like little water parks and pools and like there's a bar out by the pool. Just like I love having the experience of staying in a nice place, you know, renting a car, going out to nice dinners. Like I'm there for like the experience, but like also for the like luxury and relaxation and ease and accessibility of things. So I decided that since this was the only trip that I've taken since I've been here, we're going to make it really nice. And that's what I did. And if you guys are interested in learning about like where I stayed and like all of the things price-wise, hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to chat through it with you. I am not your girl if you're looking to, you know, have fun on a budget. Like that's just not, (laughs) that's not something I'm good at. I am so sorry. But if you want to know like some of the nice spots and like prices and all of that stuff um, for the experience that I had, the experience that I created for myself, um, let me know. I would love to chat with you about it. But yeah, so I went to Tenerife. I went for four days, three nights. And when I was booking this trip, I knew that I wanted to go somewhere warm. Like it's the middle of December. It's fucking freezing. I wanted to be by the beach. I wanted to be able to get in the water and like go sit by the pool and, you know, just be in warmth, be in some sunshine. And so that was a perfect place for this because this is actually where a lot of Europeans tend to go during their their holidays um, because it is off the coast of Africa. So it's very warm all year round. Like when I was there, it was high 70s the entire time. I got on the beach, I got in the pool and it was amazing. So two days, it was a little chilly and I didn't get in the water, but the other two days, it was like almost 80. It was like practically 80 degrees. And so I was in the water. It was amazing. And I had such a great time. Um, I also am not really like a beach person. So my mom, when I booked the trip, she was like, why would you want to go to the beach and you're not a beach person? The thing about me is like, I'm not not a beach person. I am not a fish person and I'm not a seaweed person. As long as there's no... (laughs) fish in the ocean as long as there's no fish in the ocean around me anyway and there's no seaweed I love it like and this was perfect because the water was like crystal clear blue beautiful there were no fishies swimming around me no seaweed in sight um so it was like the ideal situation for me to be in to want to get in the water and so I had so much fun like I had so much fun and Like, my goal with this trip was just to, like, relax and enjoy myself, sit by the pool and read. One of, like, the things I had on that list that I was like, I need this was a pina colada. So I got a pina colada on the beach. And I honestly, I I literally just relaxed and read my books the entire time. Um, Two of the days I went on an adventure, which we're going to talk about in a second. But overall, it was just a lot of, like, rest, relaxation. Um... I thought about, you know, maybe going horseback riding or booking one of like little ATV tours that they have um, or jet skiing. But I was like, one, I had already I had already went a little over my non-existent budget um, with this trip and just like renting a fucking car for five days. I technically rented it for five because my flight returning home on Monday was at like 7 p.m. So I had like the full day Monday to, you know, drive around, explore. So I didn't, so I was like, I'll just keep the car for the fifth day and go around the island, which I did. 
Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of money <laughs> between like the flight, the hotel, the car, the food. And so I was like, we're just going to chill. We're not going to do too much more for this trip. That'll be for another time. Like I'm itching to go horseback riding at some point soon because since doing that in Iceland, it's become something that I just, I love. Like I love horseback riding. Um, I see myself doing that, taking lessons in the future, but not this trip. This trip was just rest, relax, and also unplug. Like another big intention I had going into this trip was like get the fuck off of social media and just get back into like real life, like detox a little bit from all the dopamine and like screen time I was having. And so I was very intentional about like not going on my phone as much, not scrolling social media. Like I was trying to like get back in touch with what it feels like to be understimulated. I feel like I'm constantly overstimulated, especially living here in Madrid. It's like a very high, fast-paced city. Um, doing the work that I do with being on social media as a job, as a creator, as a consumer, because like I am both. And so I really just wanted to like take some time to unplug. I did not work the entire weekend. I did not touch my laptop. I didn't record any podcasts. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything related to work. I did take some content. I had a little photo shoot, which was so fun. But um, yeah, other than that, it was just like me time, me, myself and I, and I loved it. And so, like I said, I rented a car. This was my very first time renting a car. And the first day I mostly just went to the hotel, got unpacked. And then I had some time to kill before my, my room was ready. So I went to this little like lookout point um to just like see the view the view of the ocean and I just sat there and like I teared up because I was just like wow this is really my dream life that I get to live and I get to take myself on these amazing experiences and just like create these memories for myself and I just felt so grateful like I feel like going to anytime I go to the beach anytime I'm like out in nature I just feel like you know that that feeling when you're just like wow like this is real life and it's like the world is just so big and then your problems become so small and it just reminds you just to be grateful of what you have and what's in front of you and the experiences that you do get to have and like that's what this trip was for me like I had so many of those moments they're called god moments and so it's just like these moments that remind you that like you're in the presence of something greater there is something greater at work here like this is a moment that you want to remember feelings of gratitude and abundance like just all of these different emotions throughout this entire trip and yeah I had that had that moment a lot and at this point actually a few days later like the, the sunset point I think that's actually what it's called and I came back a few days later around sunset time because obviously I was there earlier in the day the first day I got there but I wanted to come back at actual sunset and there were so many signs and synchronicities on this trip for me um, but I think the biggest one was when I came to the sunset point at sunset and there was this older gentleman who was playing the cello and I was sitting there watching the sunset and it was just like one of these like straight out of a movie main character moments and I literally was like crying I was trying to hold it in because like there were so many fucking people around I was like I do not want to start crying in front of these people <laughs> so I like sucked the tears back into my eyes <laughs> Um, but I just felt so grateful because I was like, wow, this is such a beautiful place to be in, such a beautiful moment to have. And like, I just thought to myself, because he was playing classical pieces, I was like, how funny would it be if this man just started playing Ave Maria 
and not just any Ave Maria, but the rendition by Bach Gounod. And you guys don't know this about me, but I used to be a singer. I still am a singer, but I don't do it the way that I used to. I used to sing with the Peabody Conservatory Choir in Maryland. And it was like a very prestigious choir to belong to. And Ave Maria was my favorite song. Like, it is my favorite song. Um, it's a song that I used to audition for anything that I used to audition for when I was in my singer era. And I did not think he was actually going to play it. I did not think he was actually going to play it, but he did. And I was like, oh my God. When he started playing it, just sobbed. <laughs> Literally started sobbing because I was like, there's no way. And sure, Ava Maria is a very popular song, but like he was playing so many different ones. He He like did not have to play that song, but I feel like he played it for me. Not like this man literally was stalking me, knew I was coming and like decided to play the song, but I felt like it was one of those right place, right time moments. One of those like, you're meant to be here moments. And it was just, it was incredible. And like, I can't explain it other than that. It was one of those God moments that I talked about. And I'll never forget it. Like, I'll never forget it. He was the sweetest man. And I just, I wanted to sing so bad because I was like, this is my song. This is my jam. But I was like, nope, I cannot cry right now. And I cannot sing right now. Not that I couldn't, but I didn't want to. But yeah, I just thought it was a very special moment that I wanted to share because like, I feel like things like that happen all the time. Like they're happening all around us. If we take a second to like stop and smell the roses or stop and watch the sunset. And there are these little tiny things that are just for us. Like they're meant just for us to see, just for us to hear. And you're in the right place at the right time. And yeah, I hope you will start to pay attention to little things like that and to know and take it as a sign that you are in the right place at the right time and that this is something that is meant for you so <laughs> yeah some other things that I did on this trip number one I went to the opera one night and you're probably thinking like what the fuck why would she go to the opera <laughs> but she's at the beach but I was looking for things to do online like just things to do in Tenerife and they have this like really beautiful auditorium where they have like orchestras and opera shows and there happened to be one on the Saturday night that I was there it was the only night that they had this show and so it was like okay this is another sign I should probably go um because one I love opera I love going to like the orchestra I love you know ballet so I was like let's just do it and so I booked the ticket drove out there and it was so amazing. The opera was Samson et Delilah. And it was amazing. Like, it was amazing. I used to want to be an opera singer or to be, like, one of the singers in the choir in an opera. So this was just another really fun, really, like, me main character moment. Like, going to the opera by myself. Like, what a flex. <laughs> and here's where the trip gets interesting. Because, like I said, I rented a car. And so... I wanted to see multiple things on the island. Like I looked up what were the most popular tourist attractions, stuff like that. And so I decided to go to a natural pool. And driving to this natural pool was one of the scariest drives of my life, aside for the last day where I had to drive up a mountain, which we're going to talk about after this. <laughs> but the entire driving experience on this island in Tenerife was insane because it's a very mountainous island and you know the ocean is right there so the entire time I was driving I was either driving 
through mountains or near like rocks and stuff or I was driving on the edge of you know a cliff or um on the like you know the high the the main highway in like California where it's you know the ocean on one side and you've got the highway and you're driving it's always in movie scenes it was kind of like that and me I'm afraid of heights I'm afraid of heights I'm afraid of the ocean like why would I do this to myself who knows but going to this natural pool, I didn't realize that the route that I had to take, I would have to drive like basically on the edge of the coast with the ocean, like right on the other side. And then to get there, you have to go through this like back road. It was basically off-roading me and this Toyota Corolla um, by myself. Nobody, I, I don't know anybody who could have come save me if I needed them to, like I had a few people that I know from the program that I'm in who were also in Tenerife. I saw them at the airport when I was actually renting the car, but but like I don't know them. <laughs> they don't really know me like that. So if I really needed someone to help me, I had no one to call. And at one point I was like, honestly contemplating just turning back around and going home and not going to see the natural pool because I was so scared. But I was like, Autumn, if you don't do this, you're going to regret it. And you're going to beat yourself up about it. And you're going to think about it for until the end of time. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to feel the fear. And I'm going to do it anyway. So I did it. And I drove through this back road. And it was it was so scary because like there was only one way in, one way out. And so like as I was driving in, there were a few cars coming out. And it was like, there's, there's no room for you to like move over basically. So that was one part of the experience. And then more like, it wasn't a cliff, but it was like next to a banana plantation and there were, it wasn't like a real road. So there was no like safety, no security, no guardrails. And I was just, I was freaking out on the inside for real. And by the time I got to the natural pool, I was literally shaking, like shaking like a leaf. (laughs) I had to sit in the car for five minutes and get myself together before I got out because like I was terrified I just kept thinking like this is how it ends (laughs) but no I got there I was okay the car was okay I'm an amazing driver by the way in case you were wondering and I got out and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen and you know if you don't know what a natural pool is look up a picture. I'm also going to post some pictures on my Instagram. So you can go look at those. They'll be up by the time the episode is up. And a natural pool is basically where like the ocean meets the rocks and then it forms a kind of natural pool. <laughs> um, So it was like a cliff that I had to drive, drive up to, but there was like a little parking lot. Um, And then you walk down like they made steps there so people, tourists, could go down to the natural pool. And it was so beautiful. Like, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It was a little too chilly that day to get into the water. Like, I, and it also the waves were like, they were, they were wild that day because it was a little windy. So I didn't like it in, in, but took some nice pictures. I sat there, journaled a little bit, read a little bit. Um, it was just, it was really beautiful. And I'm so glad that I did that. Um, because I know that if I didn't, I was going to regret it. (laughs) And this was just one of those moments that showed me, like, I can do anything I set my mind to. Like, the fear, it was all in my head. And once I overcame that, I was able to get to where I wanted to go. And so that just was another 
another testament to like that idea that like you can really do anything you set your mind to so yeah and then there was one last event that shook me to my core even more than driving to this natural pool and it was having to drive up a mountain on the way back from the beach one day I think it was Saturday or Sunday it was Sunday I had driven to a beach on the other end of the island I was staying in the north of Tenerife and like the beaches that I really wanted to go to were in the south and so because I wanted to drive the whole island because I wanted to see the sunset as I was driving back to my hotel Sunday night um I went a different way than the way that I came going to the beach like going to the beach it was just driving the highway like it was fine by the third by the second day I was like I'm a pro at this <laughs> driving on the highway with the ocean on one side like that didn't phase me anymore but driving back I went a different route and I didn't realize that I would have to drive through the mountains like up a fucking mountain and this again was like another like you can only go up type road there was cars coming down there was cars coming up it was only two lanes so by the time I realized that I would have to go up a mountain there was no way for me to turn back and there was a line of cars behind me and I'm going like 40 kilometers an hour which is like probably like 25 miles an hour I don't actually know the conversion but think about that speed the line of cars behind me and I'm just seeing to myself trying to calm myself down like you know when you're like scared or you're doing something serious and you have to have like no music on it has to be silent so you can focus like so you can hear the directions that was me like I had to turn everything off I was so fucking terrified um one because I am afraid of heights once again afraid of heights and two because the side of the road that I was on was the side where the plummet to death was <laughs> like the edge of the road the edge of the mountain was in the that was the lane that I was driving up and there were no like real guardrails there were like these little stumps that were to keep people on the path and you know make sure that you were going going up safely but it wasn't like an actual protective guardrail like you see on the highway like my car very well could have like if one wrong turn, one person making me a little too nervous, <laughs> like it would have been the end. Like I was actually terrified, but like I said, there was no turning back. Like there was only up and it actually ended up being a beautiful drive. Like the view from the top of the mountain was beautiful, but I will never do that shit again. Never. If I can control it. Like once again, being by myself in this little car on an Island where I know no one could not call my mom for help if I really needed to. Cannot call anyone for help if I really needed to, for that matter. Like, I was terrified. And as beautiful as the view was, the view coming down, like, when I got back down to, like, you know, ocean level, I was like, thank God. I was, like, praying the entire time going up this mountain because I was absolutely terrified. But that, after that, I was, like, okay, now I can really do anything I set my mind to. Like, I've always known that about myself. Like, I didn't need this trip to teach me that. But this trip really just took it one step further. One step further. Because, like, if I had an option, I would have never done that. Like, I would I would not have driven up that path. I would have turned around and, you know, gone a different way. Avoided the big scary thing that I was trying to avoid. But in the situation, there was no way around it. Like, 
the only way is up. And I feel like life is a lot like that sometimes. Business is a lot like that sometimes. Like there are just so many little things on this trip that I related back to what I've been going through in my life and in my business. And when you're trying to reach any goal, when you're trying to grow as a person, as an entrepreneur, grow a business, it's like driving up a mountain on a one-way street. There is only one way up and there's only one way down and you cannot stop in the middle because like you can't. And once you get to the top, you'll realize why you weren't able to stop halfway or why you couldn't turn around and go back down the mountain because you'll want to get to the top. You'll want to see the view. And I think that, you know, just keeping that in mind and like having that faith in myself and the belief that I can do anything I set my mind to um, it just helps me put into perspective the obstacles that I'm trying to overcome right now, the path that I'm on right now, like metaphorically climbing this mountain, building this business, becoming the, I don't want to say the best version of myself, but the person that I know I'm meant to be. Um, it's a lot like that experience. <laughs> and I just got to keep driving as scary and as hard and as lonely as it might be sometimes. I want to get to the top. I want to see the view. I want to experience that you know, that feeling of like making it, of getting there, that like, oh, that sigh of relief, like I did it. I'm here. I'm alive. Like I want to feel that. And so I can't just stop and I can't just turn around. Um, and neither can you if you're listening to this. So yeah, just feel the fear, do it anyway. You can literally do anything you set your mind to. And you don't need a solo trip to to feel that way or to realize that about yourself, but going on one will definitely help. Now I want to talk about a few of my favorite parts of solo travel because you've listened to me ramble about my trip for like the past however long minutes. But yeah, I just wanted to share that because I feel like I don't share a lot about like what's going on here in Spain and like the trips I take. So yeah, that was my solo trip to Tenerife. It was amazing. Um, My favorite part was definitely laying on the beach in the sun, reading the entire day, drinking my pina colada. Like that's all I want to do. Like that's all I want to do. When it comes to like making money, growing my business, like that's my goal is to be able to disappear to Tenerife or somewhere else for a long weekend and sit on the beach and binge read my books all day while drinking a pina colada and enjoying the warm sunshine. Um, so yeah, that was my trip. It was amazing. And let's talk about why solo travel is so great for you, especially for women, especially for single women. Because it's it's honestly one of the things that has changed my life and has made me a more confident person, a more confident woman. Um, And I think that a lot more people should take advantage of it. So some of my favorite things about solo travel are, number one, getting to do what I want, when I want, how I want. I love not having to ask anyone else for permission about what we should do or where we should go or what time we need to wake up and what activities we're going to do and... I just love not having to ask anyone else for their opinion. Like the entire time, I was on my time. I did what I wanted. I did I did it when I wanted to. I didn't have to ask anyone if they liked this, if they thought it was, you know, a good plan. Like it was just all up to me. And, you know, someone might be listening to this and be like, oh, but that's selfish. And it's like, no, when you go on vacation, if you're always having to think about someone else and their needs and their wants, you don't actually get to enjoy yourself. When you go on a solo trip, it's all about you. It's your experience. You get to create it to be however you want it to be. And I think that's my favorite part, honestly. Um, Number two is getting out of my comfort zone and building confidence in myself. Solo travel will take you so far out of your comfort zone. You will do things that you never thought that you could do. Like driving up that mountain, 
driving to the natural pools, like even just the simple things like taking content of myself with my tripod, going out to eat dinner, going out to eat breakfast or lunch alone, discovering a new city or, you know, doing activities. Like if you like to go um, jet skiing or horseback riding, like doing anything that you want to do by yourself, that will take you out of your comfort zone. That will help you build your confidence in yourself you will come back a completely different person. You'll feel like the most powerful, badass, boss-ass bitch ever because you will do things that you never would have expected yourself to be able to do. And it'll show you the power that you actually have within yourself and that you can do things alone, that you don't need somebody else to always be there with you, to hold your hand, to be your companion. Like It just takes you to a whole new level of grown as fuck and confident as fuck, honestly. And... Number three for me is like solitude and introspection. I used to think that liking being by myself this much was a bad thing. Like I thought there was something wrong with me with like always wanting to be alone. Like, don't get me wrong. I love being around people that I'm comfortable with. Like I love having like connections with my close friends and like being around my mom and like my family. But at the end of the day, I love my solitude. Like I love being by myself. I love it. And I realized that it's not a bad thing. It's just that I'm just so at peace with myself. Like I'm so comfortable with myself and my own source of happiness and fun and just everything that I need, I find within myself. Like I used to give that away to other people, whether it be my parents or my friends or boys or whatever. I used to outsource my power and my happiness and my peace and my safety to other people but I've really over the past few years found that within myself and I think that I first found it on my first solo trip to Iceland um I really feel like if I didn't go on that trip I wouldn't be where I am right now because I've just I've learned how to be my own best friend and this is like my fourth point is like just developing a deeper deeper sense of self-love and self-connection like like I said I've become my own best friend my own source of happiness and fun and all of those things, it's just like getting to know and love yourself on a deeper level because when you're on a trip by yourself, you likely won't have someone else to talk to the entire time. Um, On other solo trips, I've made friends and, you know, made new connections with people, but I don't expect that. Like I go into a solo trip knowing that it's like me that I'm going to be, <laughs> as silly as it sounds, having conversations with, having dinner with, doing activities. Like it's just me and me. And I feel like it takes a very confident person, a person who has a lot of self-love and um, who is connected to themselves in a deeper way to be able to do that because not once did I feel lonely. Like I was alone, but I was not lonely at all because I I know I have myself. I have my books. (laughs) Um, And I just, I know how to have a good time on my own. And number four is just like making life interesting. I really feel like going on any trip, like not that you have to go on a solo trip to have to make life interesting or even go on a trip at all, but you can make life interesting exactly where you are. But for me, I love to travel. I love to experience new cultures and new places. And I don't like to wait on other people to go travel. Like that's another thing is like you get to go when you want and where you want without having to rely on other people to go with you. Um, I think that's one of the biggest wastes of time, waste of life is like waiting for other people to want to go with you to do things like, no, book that trip. Like if you're seeing this, 
this is your sign. It's time to put your big girl panties on and like book that solo trip and do it by your damn self. Like stop waiting for your friend, your cousin, your sister, your boyfriend, your mom to want to go with you, to be able to afford to go with you. Like this is your life. You're wasting your life and your time by trying to wait on other people. So book the trip, (laughs) go by yourself and make your life interesting. Like you're the main character in your life. Going on a solo trip, you are literally the main character. Everyone else is just extras in your movie. You get to make a good ass story to tell and you get to make new memories for yourself. And that's another one of my favorite parts of solo traveling is like having those memories. Even if I don't get to share them with someone else, like I will always remember this trip. I will always remember the things that I did, the people I met, the foods that I ate. Like it just becomes a core memory for you. And like I said, you have a great ass story to tell. Bro, when I'm on a vacation, when I'm on a trip, is there's nothing like the engagement on social media when you're on a trip. <laughs> and like I said, I was trying not to be on social media. I only posted like one or two stories while I was there. Um, but the one or two that I did post had like 800 views. <laughs> when normally my views are around like 200, sometimes 250. Like it's crazy how many people come out of the woodwork when they see you're living your best life. Because one, we want to see you living your best life. But two, I'm nosy. Like I know when other people on vacation, I love to see it. So yeah, you get to come back and like share your stories, share your experiences, share your pictures and like pop off. (laughs) Which brings me to my next point, like reducing social media consumption and just being more mindful about being online, um, getting offline and back into real life. And being present. I really feel like I'm addicted to social media, guys. Like, it's so bad. And I've known this about myself. And it's not even social media. It's like the dopamine. It's the consuming other people's lives, I feel like. And I mostly did that because I didn't feel like I was having a good time feeling excited about my life. I realized that, like, I want to be on social media less when I'm out actually living my life and having a good time. Like, other people's lives will become so much less interesting when you start to fall in love with your life and make your life interesting. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I did not need to pick up my phone and go on social media when I was on vacation because I was just so wrapped up in the moment. I was having so much fun. I was enjoying myself. Like, I didn't feel the need to go and see what someone else was doing because I was doing what I wanted to be doing, you know? And, like, another thing, you don't need to go on vacation to have this, but, like, one thing that this trip has taught me is that I want to be a lot more intentional with my social media consumption and how much I'm, you know, online because I want to create my life to feel like this vacation every day, not just, you know, once a month or when I plan a nice trip. Like I can do that stuff for myself here and not feel the need to be online all the time and just be present and be mindful. Like I feel like I'm always in my head in the future online. And when we're doing that, we're actually missing the present moment and missing the life that's happening right in front of us. So just being present on this trip, it was it was amazing. Like, I have never felt more grounded, more at peace. Um, I was so much less anxious than I normally am. Like, I just felt very, very grounded. That's the only word I can really use to describe it. And it's like, it's such a great feeling to have to know that like, you're in the moment, you're really living and experiencing it and feeling it and appreciating it and enjoying it. And you're not just like letting it slip by or posting it online for other people to see. Like, that's why I didn't post that much because it was like, 
this trip was for me. This wasn't a content trip. This wasn't a like social media post for the people trip. Like this is a trip for me, myself and I. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to share a few pictures. But overall, like I wanted to make those memories for myself, not for likes or views and social media. Um, now I did take some good content because yeah, your girl is, you, my job is social media. So I have to like get content. But like even that was contributing to my goals for this trip like that was part of what got me out of my comfort zone and helped me to build confidence because like when I was taking pictures with my tripod like I'm very shy when it comes to taking content out in public I don't really like to bust out the tripod unless I have to my tripod and my clicker and like take pictures by myself because people do people do look they stare there it's it's awkward and it feels weird um, but it only feels awkward and weird because you make it feel awkward and weird. Like once I got out of my head and I just did my thing and I was having fun and I was like, you know, in creator mode, I was like, who cares who sees me? Like, I'm, I need these pictures. I want these pictures and videos, like get out of your head. <laughs> and once I did that, I was like, who cares? Like nobody cares that much. Like people were walking by and they were like, they were looking and they were like curious and people were like smiling. Some people asked what I was doing. And I was like, just, I just told them, um, but I realized that like no one cares. No one is judging you for taking your pictures. No one's judging you more than you're judging yourself. Like you're making much bigger, a much bigger deal out of it than it actually is because you're never going to see those people again. Like I'm never going to see those people again. And if I do, they're not going to remember me from taking pictures on, on my vacation. They probably wouldn't remember me at all. <laughs> I remember everyone because I'm good with faces, but they probably wouldn't remember me. So the next time you're like, feeling uncomfy or self-conscious about taking content when you're out in public or doing anything just remember like nobody cares nobody cares they're in their movie being the main character you're in your movie being the main character so sometimes you know like how the old disney movies you would have like the crossover like sweet life of hannah montana on deck <laughs> or something like that um <laughs> like sometimes the movies cross over and they overlap but like no one's going to remember what happened in your movie. Like, they're in their movie, so you be in yours. And yeah, those are, like, my favorite things about solo travel and my reasons why you should solo travel. Um, I think that if you want to be more confident, fall in love with yourself, get to know yourself better, do things that you never thought you would do, meet new people, make your life more interesting, be the main character, those are all amazing reasons to go on a solo trip. And if you guys want to, we can make another episode about like safety tips while solo traveling, because I know that is a real like, it's a real obstacle for a lot of people. And I have some tips that I've used on my solo travels that I've learned from other creators. I'd love to share them with you or even just like DM me on Instagram if you have questions. But I always think the pros for solo travel outweigh, outweigh the cons. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this conversation. If you're curious about solo travel, you want to get started, you don't know where, you don't know how, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you about it because I really feel like this is one of those things that every 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 something should do at least once in their life. Go on a trip just with yourself. It could literally be a road trip. It could be a mini trip. It could be a staycation. Like just do something with yourself, for yourself, by yourself. Like teach yourself to not need someone else to always go do something or have an experience. 
even if you just go to the movies by yourself like start small with those things like going to the movies going out to lunch dinner um to the mall whatever it is start small and then work your way up but I highly 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 recommend having a solo travel experience at least once in your life like it will completely change you as a person and it will completely change your outlook on life forever so with that being said (laughs) hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for listening share this with a friend who might need to hear it and if you have some time please leave us a rating and review it helps the show grow so much more than you ever will know Wow, that all rhymed. (laughs) But anyway, yes, please leave a rating and review if you have some time. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll see you in the next episode.